When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A high fly ball, deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Tuesday bonus edition of Flipping Bats. Today, we're going to talk about this week in Shohei Otani news. And the reason this is in a bonus edition is because he pitched on Monday. We needed to make sure we had all the details so I can correctly bring you everything from throughout the week that was for Shohei Otani because it was a crazy week. And there was this start on Monday that we'll talk about at Fenway Park that had quite the drama involved. His week, his statistical week on the mound and at the plate, and Shohei created quite the stir. Um, when, when at Fenway Park this week in Boston. So uh, without further ado, let's get to it and start with my favorite segment of all time this week in Shohei Otani news, where I'm going to talk about that start on the mound in Fenway and why it was so early and how there were some unacceptable things that I think happened. Also his week that was statistically as well as the reaction he got. In Boston. So let's start with that that start on Monday, right? It was an early 11 a.m. Eastern time start on the mound. He was the starting pitcher in that game. So first off, why was the game 11 a.m.? Well, it was marathon day in Boston. So uh, for years now, they have been doing that game on the day of the marathon, and this was the 10-year anniversary of the bombing. So they, they were doing a big thing for it, but the game is always early. And Shohei was tabbed to start the 11 a.m. game, or what was supposed to be 11 a.m. It ends up in like a 50-some minute delay, and the game doesn't get started on time. Ultimately, it does get going. Shohei starts on the mound, ends up giving up a run early on, and then settles in, goes back out for the next inning, and it starts pouring down rain. Pouring down rain. He was standing out there on the mound in the pouring rain just trying to pitch. So he ends up throwing really well that inning, and then guess what? The rain comes down again. Torrential downpour. Game goes into a longer delay, over an hour long. Shohei's day ends up being done. He does not come back after that delay, which was very frustrating for me, and this is why I wanted to start with this, because there's no doubt in my mind that if this game was two aces going against each other, right? Shohei against the Red Sox ace, I don't think they start the game. I think because it was Shohei against Bello that they took a risk and decided to start the game the way they did, knowing rain was coming. Why? Well, because when you start that game and if rain comes, they know there's probably a pretty good chance that Shohei's not going to be able to come back out. And until first pitch of the game, that decision falls on the Red Sox and their crew. So, knowing rain was coming, they decided to start. Next thing you know, Shohei's not able to go. Only ends up throwing two innings, giving up one run, walked one, three strikeouts. Um, And and to me, 
I was sitting there thinking this seemed intentional and maybe not intentional in the fact of like we're gonna we're gonna waste Shohei Otani on the mound no but like we know rain is coming we probably shouldn't start this game but what's the worst that could happen we start and then both of the starters go out and the advantage turns to us as in the Red Sox so that's why I thought it was frustrating there uh, ends up not having a long day at all but like I said two innings with the earned run a walk three strikeouts but on the year that now advances his total and obviously that doesn't help his statistics giving up the earned run in two innings but he is now in 21 innings pitched this year he has a 0.86 era with 27 strikeouts in 21 innings pitched now what i thought was interesting about this outing is after after the game ended they were talking to shohei uh interviewing him post game about pitching in the rain and pitching at fenway park and the things he had to say i thought were very interesting starting with pitching in the rain in which his answer was they they basically said how how was it pitching in the rain did it add some interesting did it add some difficulty to your start and he said more than just the rain it was really just the early game start like unheard of early so that was probably the hardest part which is just a great answer and then they asked him about pitching in Fenway and how he liked it and also on top of that added do you think maybe you could spend your career in Boston? Basically, hinting at, is there a chance you end up signing in Boston? He said, it's one of my favorite parks to play in. I always look forward to pitching here. And he says, it's not the conditions that allow me to have fun fully. But other than that, I always look forward to pitching here. Going out on a limb here, I don't think he's pitching in Boston long term. Not a big fan of the conditions. But ends up uh, had a couple of hits on the day and uh, his his start was cut short. So let's talk about Shohei's week at the plate and on the mound because he ended up getting a couple of starts, ended up hitting pretty well on the week. I don't even think Shohei's clicking at all times at the plate right now, and he's still batting just under 300 on the year. 298 on the year, a uh, couple of hits on the during that game on Monday, a couple of multi-hit games over the week so he's hitting just under 300 but on the mound is where Shohei is doing the big things this year uh, some of the names that come to mind for the pitchers having the best the best year so far Garrett Cole Luis Castillo Shohei is absolutely right in the thick of that talk and with his couple of starts again this week guess what He's right there in contention for the Cy Young Award at this point. Earlier in the week, aside from that one start, earlier in the week he started against the Washington Nationals, and he dominated. Dominated. Um, so after that start, he had only allowed one earned run in 19 innings with opponents batting just 100 against him while he's batting 300, which is insane. And also that start against the Washington Nationals, that night he also broke Nolan Ryan's club record of 10 straight starts with two or less earned runs allowed. That's how good he has been on the mound, breaking a record set by Nolan Ryan himself. So another good week on the mound in his first start, second start cut short, and another good week at the plate. But he's not exactly driving in. A, he didn't drive in a bunch of runs on this week. This week he hit 286 with just one RBI, and his average is now 298 on the year. But what we did learn about Shohei this week is – for a couple of years now, I've been talking about why Shohei is so good. And this guy can do it all. 
Well, it turns out he can't. We have finally found the one thing that Shohei Otani cannot do, and it's zip up a jacket. He is just like all of us. He's just like every single one of us. You struggle putting on a jacket, you struggle figuring out the zipper, and he was on base the other day trying to figure out how to zip up his jacket before ultimately just deciding, I'm not going to wear this, I'm going to take it off and give it back to you. So we have found the one thing he can't do, which was everybody's been there. Everybody's had that happen to them. He started zipping it up, and then it got off center. So that is what we learned over the week about Shohei, is that he can pitch and he can hit as the greatest of all of everybody in the league, but he can't zip up a jacket. We learned that about him. But the one, this was the coolest part of, of the weekend, though it went into Monday. The coolest part of the week for Shohei was the reaction that he got at Fenway after a game with the fans just waiting to catch a glimpse of him outside where the bus was waiting for him. And there were hundreds and hundreds of people just waiting to catch a glimpse of Shohei Otani which speaks volumes to him, and we've known he's a superstar, but this was important. And I, I think this begs a question to be asked of, is, is Shohei the face of this sport? And seeing that video just made me realize, like, he absolutely is. And I do think there are multiple faces of this game of baseball, including Aaron Judge. But you are crazy if you don't think Shohei Otani is a face of this sport. No matter where he goes, people are in the stands just to watch him play. No matter where he goes, fans will flood the bus after just to try and catch a glimpse of the man himself. So I remember last year when I sat down and, and spoke to Shohei Otani, and one thing that he said that stuck with me and continues to is I want to be known by baseball fans, which I, which he believed he was at the time. But more than that, I want to eventually be known outside of the baseball world. And Shohei wants to change the game of baseball, and he's clearly doing that. And the last part of what he said, I wholeheartedly believe is already true. There are people that are now watching baseball and know about Shohei outside of just diehard baseball fans outside of people that knew much of anything about baseball people are coming just to see him because they know how much he means to the sport they know that he is transcending sports and they know that he's one of the greatest athletes of all time and if you need any further proof look at that video of Shohei just w walking out to get on the bus hundreds and hundreds of people there with signs with kids on their shoulders just to catch a glimpse the man is an absolute rock star and that video showed that in, in full force. So another good week for Shohei. Shocker. Just an interesting start on the mound in Baltimore. So I had to had to talk about it. Had to wait to do this as a bonus episode because, well, we just needed to see what was going to be said about the start. And I was frustrated. I was frustrated in the moment because I woke up early, 8 o'clock Pacific time, to watch Shohei pitch. And the, the start was cut short, and it was frustrating, and I wholeheartedly believe that if it was any other pitching matchup, we wouldn't have seen the game get started, and they would have waited for the rain to push out. But alas, they didn't, and Shohei's start was cut short. But another good week on the mound, another good week at the plate, and a cool moment happened in Boston.
All right, and that also does it for this bonus edition of Flippin' Bats. Thank you all for listening. We had to find a way to get in this week in Shohei Otani news, and for me to put on the shirt that we all know and love, and it stinks a little bit, had to get it in. Uh, This has been a staple segment on Flippin' Bats for a couple of years now, and uh, he's just a guy that you got to talk about whenever possible because we're going to look back in 30 50, 100 years, and think that was the greatest period of time with one of the greatest athletes uh, the world and the game of baseball has ever seen. And whoever was talking about him the most deserves an award. And hopefully, I get that award. So we had to talk about it. We had to do a bonus episode, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Flipping Bats. Make sure you like, subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. You can also follow along on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch every single episode as well on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But for this Tuesday bonus edition, that does it. Also, make sure you check out tomorrow's guest episode with Corbin Carroll, MVPCC of the Arizona Diamondbacks. But that does it for this one. Thank you all for listening. And until tomorrow, this has been the bonus edition of Flippin' Bats. Peace.